Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss Khalees versus Beyonce, Will Smith versus Instagram, and Saris. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Okay, so I just got off stage, but I got off and I saw these retarded comments, so let me just respond. There were some good ones too, but you know, we'll get to those after. So here's the first thing. My hair is cute. Um, <laughs> here's the first issue, okay? Number one, it's not even like, I'm a human being, so I get pissed off and I get ticked off, right? I'm an artist, so I am, as Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. The reality is, okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record, she's copied me before, she's done it before, so have many other artists, it's fine. I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do, are we female artists, okay? Black female artists in an industry that we, there's not that many of us, right? We've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, it's not hard, she can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's what, 20, the young white girl, she reached out when she freaking, like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because because, as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, but let me help you, okay? I know what I own and what I don't own. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, a she, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, ooh, like it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just, he's spineless, it's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty, very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, would like to use your record. Which by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. And it was, no, no, this is an on-purpose direct hit, which is very passive-aggressive. It's very petty. It's very stupid. And I'm going to say what I have to say. I don't mince my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves out. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous. Jealous of someone using my song? That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like, grow up. I was not thinking about her or no one else. Not even on no shade. Just not thinking about living my greatest, best life, as I always do. So it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that from one artist to another, you should have the decency and the common sense and the courtesy to call, reach out, a manager, an agent, anybody just be like, yo, heads up, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're doing. Even if you're gonna do it anyway, just common decency. Like I said, it's happened before where people at least had the, the wherewithal to be like, yo, using your record, we understand that like Pharrell totally swindled you out of your stuff. Just wanna give the respect because that's what you do, right? No, that's not what happened. So grow up, okay? I don't mince my words, I say exactly how I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it. I don't care who likes it or doesn't like it. 
It is what it is. These are facts. This is not opinion, okay? These are facts. Later. So just to add to my thought, <laughs> here's the issue, okay? This is not about, really not about Beyonce or anything else for that. The reality is, okay, and I said what I said, so still all facts, okay? But the reality is that this is more about the fact that like there's a lot of hypocrisy and there's a lot of nonsense. So we've got Pharrell who did a video, uh, sorry, an interview, I think last year talking about artists rights and how people should be able to rework their deals and artists should be getting credit for what they've done and all this stuff. Where in reality, when I was signed to him, I had the same manager that he had and he has writing credits on my records, okay? All my singles coincidentally. And he never wrote a song, a lyric a day in his life, okay? And so yeah, that's a problem. Number two, we've got Beyonce, who, like I said, out of human decency and artistry and female, just all of the stuff she sings about, all this empowerment and stuff, I don't talk about it, I am about it, okay? So the reality is, all of this female empowerment, stuff, it only counts if you really do it. If you're really living it and walking the walk. Don't just talk the talk, it's real cute and fun to sing all these girls' songs. Don't, come on now, let's be real, all right? And then thirdly, you want to talk about Pharrell's like, oh, cause I'm happy. I'd be happy too if I was selling all kinds of folks publishing and rights to songs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I actually really, really wouldn't be happy because it's evil. But the point is, okay, is that there's a lot of hypocrisy and someone has to talk about it and bring it up. And it just so happens that I'm, I was thrown in this. This is not like I looked for it. I was actually last night, I was posting on my Bounty and Full page, just doing my own thing. And then I saw one of my fan pages and someone was like, oh, this is a collaboration. Collaboration between B and Khalees. No, it's not a collaboration. It's called thievery because the collaboration, the definition of collaboration, it means that we are working together. There's no working together if you are not even checking to see if everything's cool. That's a problem, okay? I would never do that to another artist, for real. I never have, I never would. Why? Because what's the point? If I like it so much, why wouldn't I just be like, yo, I really like it. Can I use it? What's the, like, whatever. That doesn't happen, right? It's nonsense. Because some people, I don't know if they, I don't know what they think. I really, I don't even care. The point is, something has to be done about it. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm not going to pop off all the time. I'm saying what I have to say because it's true, okay? But I do think that something needs to be done. It happens to a lot of artists. It happens all the time. And I think that really something needs to change. And this just might be the fuel that I needed to actually do it. Because honestly, I try to keep to myself and stay out of the drama. But if it keeps coming to me, what else am I going to do? Right? That's all. So, say what you want to say. I don't really care. Peace. Khalees blasts Beyonce, Pharrell, and Chad Hugo in Instagram rant over Renaissance sample. Quote, the reality is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce. She sampled, she sampled a record. She's copied from me before. She's copied me before, so, so have many other artists. It's fine. I don't care about that. Not only are we black female artists, um... Not only are we black artists in the industry, we've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends. It's not hard, it's just common decency. Um, after Beyonce's long-awaited album, Renaissance, was leaked two days before the official drop, the Bayhive was sent whizzing into a chaotic frenzy again uh, Thursday when Khalees claimed she wasn't properly credited for his song set to appear on the forthcoming album. Uh, the controversy started after an Instagram fan page dedicated to the quote uh, milkshake singer uh, revealed a list of artists who were sampled on the highly anticipated release. Initially, the fans grew excited to see Khalees and the late great Tina Marie's name credited on the star's new song called Energy. According to some reports, the tune samples Khalees's 1999 uh, hit smash get along with you which is like a very personal like almost sacred song to me like 
like even if Khalees wrote it or not, I don't care who wrote it. But like God bless whoever wrote that song, wrote those lyrics and composed that melody and all of that. Like it was a beautiful, beautiful song. I was in a very uh, deep, dark place in my life at that time as a as a, you know, a crossroads in from uh, legal teenagehood into legal adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And and that song kind of, you know, spiritually carried me through. I, pre I very, very much so appreciate that song on a deep level. So thank you, whoever, who, all the people who came together to put that song and, and to Khalees for performing that song. Thank you. Um, uh, which was produced by the Neptunes, a.k.a. Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo. Um, well... Well, yeah, thank them also. Um, well, eventually, Khalees caught wind of the news after the post went soaring across the internet, but instead of celebrating, the 42-year-old star appeared to be baffled by the sample credit. The singer took, uh, took to the comment section, noting how she wasn't even aware that her song was being sampled on the project. <clears throat> Quote, my mind is blown too because the level of disrespect and utter ignorance of all three parties involved is astounding. Police responded to the news from her cooking Instagram account, Bounty and Full. As Beyonce fans caught wind of what Khalees said about their leader, <laughs> their leader, uh, a defiant Khalees went live on Instagram. According to the songstress, she's not scared of the quote unquote sheep, or in other words, the Bayhive, and Beyonce, Pharrell, and Chad are all in the wrong. She added in the second video that there's hypocrisy in the music business and Pharrell and Beyonce are two, are two people guilty of it. She blasted Pharrell for talking about artists' rights when he allegedly stole from her and Beyonce for singing about women's empowerment but not being, quote unquote, a being about it. All of this comes after the New York native opened up about her fallout with the Neptunes in an interview with The Guardian in January 2020. According to the star, Pharrell and Chad Hugo blatantly lied and tricked her into signing publishing rights to her first two albums, which were classic albums, if my my personal all-time favorites. Um, quote, I was told we were going to split it 33% each way, uh, but which we didn't do, she explained at the time, um, noting, noting how she was unaware of the dispute for years because she was making tons of money from touring. Um, and though... The, I think the Wonderland album, the Wonderland album, she recorded that album in Japan, I think, like, or like the, I remember, because I remember when it came out, I was like, I I jumped on it, like, because she, she dropped the first album, and um, what was the name of the first album? Hold on, um, what was the name of it? Uh, where was, yeah, Kaleidoscope, yeah the album like this was back in like the late 90s and early 2000s where people were still buying albums like physical cds and you know our album cover was everything it was beautiful like that's why that's kind of why i put so much energy into my book covers you know what i'm saying because this was like my music debut of an album cover sort of i took the same approach and um the wonderland album like i didn't even know it came out almost you know what i'm saying like like i don't think i didn't I didn't see any magazine like this was back when people read actual magazines <laughs> physical magazines i didn't see any magazine advertisements in the source or double xl or nothing like that um you know i didn't i didn't hear any i didn't there were no singles on the radio 
You know what I'm saying? No DJs uh, debuting new songs off of and mentioning that she had a new album out. It was just, I don't know how I found, I forgot how I found out about it. Um, but, you know, Khalees is, you know, someone needs to tell Khalees to get in line. You know, as far as being screwed over by the by the quote unquote music industry is concerned, you know what I'm saying? Um, you only when you when you when you out here making real money, uh, making rich 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 money, your only two friends are your lawyer and your accountant, and and your your finance manager if you if you have one if you need one also. You know what I'm saying? Those are your only three friends. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then you know artists. You know, and she said it in the Instagram show, in the Instagram clip. You know, like Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> and so you know, and you know, uh, uh, Khalees is a very, um, she's a, what's the word? When people who are like highly emotional, people who are very uh, keen on their emotions. Um, uh, what's the word? Oh shucks! Oh, oh my gosh! It's a, it's a word that's been used frequently. Um, E, she's very emo, I guess you could say. Was, I'm, I can't find the word. I can't think of the word right now. It's going to bother me, and I won't be able to sleep. I got to look it up. Um, empath. Yes, she's she's very much of an empath. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, uh, as far as legally being screwed over, yeah, that she, she, um, she needs to get in line, you know what I'm saying? Because that happens to so many people. And it's just all out of ignorance, you know what I'm saying? It's not her. It's not necessarily her fault. We're all ignorant to something until we're not, you know what I mean? Um, and she, she's learned her lesson. She, she's taken her scars, you know what I mean? Now, she mentioned Beyonce stole from her before. And if you, if you haven't really paid attention, you won't, you won't really notice it. But it's been done by Beyonce to to Khalees. When you think of um, uh, um yeah, when you think of uh, what you call it, uh, uh, when Beyonce went on her little Sasha Fierce vibe, you know what I'm saying? Beyonce and Rihanna, Beyonce and Rihanna. And if you ask me, if you ask me, I think it was a shot at Nas. Allow me to explain. <laughs> <laughs> let's sip tea on this one right here let's sip some tea on this one um you know Khalees is very much an empath she's very keen on emotions and she's very uh um close to the vibe you know what I'm saying and it's no shock as to why a guy like Nas would fall in love with her you know what I'm saying her very first very very first song and that's what made me fall in love with her too her very first song I you so much right now i still listen to that to this day <laughs> i'll be in the car <laughs> acting, <laughs> pause i'll be acting feminine like i'm talking like i'm in a man's face <laughs> like i'm a chick in a man's face singing this i hate you so much right now i like like it's classic classic you know what i'm saying it's no surprise why a guy like Nas would fall in love with her um when her third album came around you know, what I'm saying? like like Khalees was always, you know, what I'm saying the the emotional fireball, you know, what I'm saying. And so you look at all of her projects, you know, when it came from Kaleidoscope, like she, she was like painted like she had on body paint. Wonderland, it was like a kind of Japanese cartoony vibe, you know what I'm saying? And then when she dropped her third album, um, 
which, which, which when she started dating Nas, you know what I'm saying? That was that was the whole vibe that Beyonce and Rihanna stole from her. That whole, just the whole vibe, the look, the sound. You know what I'm saying? The uh, um, when he wanted, he blindfolds me. Then I get sexy, oh, I get sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. You know what I'm saying? They, her and Rihanna stole from that. Rihanna, the bad gal Rihanna, really. Sasha Fierce Beyonce, really? You know what I'm saying? Um, they also stole from A. Marie. When A. Marie um, first came out with that, why don't we? Why? They stole their producers. Uh, Khalees and Rihanna, well, Khalees, they had the Neptunes, but A. Marie had this, um, this one producer. Uh, Beyonce's people or Rihanna's, Beyonce's people came along, gave him a bigger check. She, he said, oh, I'm jumping ship. And next thing you know, now all of us, when A. Marie came out with her little uh, booty shorts in the hood <laughs> on, on the um, on the stoops of, of a brownstone talking about why don't we fall in love? Here comes Beyonce with uh, So Crazy right now. And then you got a, ma a machine of Jay-Z who was like the hottest thing smoking in hip hop at the time. You know what I'm saying? Behind her, collaborating with her. You know what I'm saying? Artists like, you know, art pu more pure or less pop artists like A. Marie and Khalees are going to get drowned out. And we can, get, we can go back even further. We can go back even further. Uh, I was just Googling it while I was talking. Um, I Like Your Smile. Shanice. Uh, when, when did this song come out? Uh, I, I want to say 92. 92. It was one of my favorite songs. 1991. 91. Yes. Shanice. And if you can, if you can recall Janet, what Janet Jackson, what song, what album did Janet Jackson put out in 1991? Janet Jackson. 1991. Let me see. What's, what album did she have out? Um... 1991 album. Let me see. I think I want to say it was Rhythm Nation. I may be I may be a little off. Mm, I may be off. I think Janet came out in '93, but you know, she, Janet. Uh, um, you know them hats, them them little baseball caps with the little metal plates on them, and all of that. That whole vibe back then. Where Janet get that from? They stole Shanice's uh, stylus and took her whole look. The way her hair, that that puffy, that puffy hair that Shanice had back then, they stole all of that. So like a lot of times they don't even they mean they don't even steal your music. They steal your look. They steal your vibe. They steal they steal your sound. They'll steal your producer and your stylus. They'll offer them a bigger check. You see, you know what I'm saying? So this is the game. This is the game. Shanice mentioned it in one of her. Um, unsung documentaries you know what i'm saying so it goes way back you know what i'm saying the innocent girl next door look that shanice had janet stole that you know what i'm saying um yeah so so like <laughs> uh and if you you could google shanice she, she's married to the comedian flex uh, um very, very funny guy but um but yeah so this is nothing new under the sun now I did. I just re before as I'm recording this, I just recently watched a an opinion video by uh, a popular YouTuber, Funky Dineva, and he talked about how 
you know, Khalees by voicing this out and, you know, by creating an enemy out of Beyonce, I think she was, I think, and it, oh, I was trying to tie in the shot at Nas, right? Well, think about it, you know, Jay, Beyonce was paired with Jay-Z. Jay-Z had beef with Nas, you know what I'm saying? So what better way to step on whatever Khalees is doing and take a shot at Nas by, you know what I'm saying, putting out, you know what I'm saying, double, double the trouble with Beyonce and Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? So it just made sense. <laughs> that's my that's my speculation you know what i'm saying me being messy and sipping tea so y'all take that how y'all want it but um yeah he mentioned that you know with uh you know obviously if beyonce sampled uh, if beyonce sampled this uh the song i don't even think beyonce i don't even think beyonce chose the sample i just think whoever made the beat was just like, oh, you know, this would be a hot sample. Let me put it on. I didn't even hear the song. I tried to listen to the Beyonce album. It's just not for me. Um, I dig the resurgence of dance, but it's Beyonce is just. I don't. I just don't. Her, her voice don't move me. Her voice don't really move me like like other people's. Um, hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Khalees' Get Along With You, that song moved me. <laughs> okay? You know what I'm saying? That, that simplicity, the simplicity of, 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 this, of the song moved me. Uh, I, I, I digress. But um, what was the point I was making? He said that Khalees taking this stance created, and creating an enemy out of, out of Beyonce and the, and the machine that is behind behind beyonce as well as her husband um it, it it uh burned a bridge pretty much it burned a bridge and um i don't think yeah yeah and and then you know yeah and it could have been a great opportunity for her to possibly you know what i'm saying uh receive her mat get her masters and get her royalties or whatever uh um from from the song but now she's 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 dead at all of that um because I don't think uh, Beyonce never asked permission because she never owned it. You know what I'm saying? She never owned it. And um, he also made a point that uh, the machine that is behind her is more than likely going to make sure that every T is crossed and every I is dotted. Uh, um, so that so that there are no uh, pitfalls in this uh, million dollar baby that they have called Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? To put out to put out her album, they know the they understand how much the world stops when her albums drop. You know what I'm saying? So they're not gonna fumble. They're not gonna fumble the bag at all. You know what I mean? And so they, I'm pretty sure they knew what they were doing when they um, sampled her, sampled Khalees without Khalees's permission. You know what I mean? Um, but I think Khalees, I think. When you look at it from an, uh, an emotional perspective, I think Khalees is so scorned by the music industry that it doesn't even matter to her at this point. She's she's in such a good place and she's getting so much child support from Nas. <laughs> it doesn't even it really doesn't matter to her at this point. She does. She doesn't really need any of the uh, kudos and the flowers. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, uh, Milkshake will always be that joint you know what i'm saying people to this day still 
uh, women are to this day still claiming about how their milkshake brings the boys to the yard. And, and you know, I've been to the yard. It's, it's delicious. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I think beyond, I think Khalees is in such a, such a good place. And then even, even like, I, like she did an interview talking about Nas, talking about her, her relationship with how her and Nas split. And how it, uh, um, the the relationship kind of deteriorated, and it became borderline abusive. And I could see that happening if you stay with somebody longer than you should have. You know what I'm saying? Um, why am I talking so long about? Khalees is one of my favorite artists. I don't care. Um, yeah, and then how you know he was how how Nas was insecure about her fucking Jay Z. <laughs> she brought that up. I was like, "Whoa, nobody, nobody caught that." <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't really see anybody talking about that. That's crazy. Um. So so yeah. Um. When Khalees is a very is, is is a very I said what I said kind of person. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I love about her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't come out with your very first single talking about I hate you so much right now, and not be a, I said what I said kind of person. And not be a hard, oh, I wear my heart on, on my sleeve kind of person. You don't do that. You don't do that. So so it's no surprise. And um, I hope, I hope Khalees gets every flower and bag that she deserves. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris um, and the, mes the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did and you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this is this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and understanding the nuances and and the complexities of what happened in in that moment. Um, and I'm not going to try to unpack all of that right now, but I can say to all of you, there is no part of me 
that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or, or insults. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. Um, it's like, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my history with Chris. Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, and say sorry to my, my kids and, and my family for the heat that I brought on all of us. Uh, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you, you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and, and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap or people who expressed that you let them down? Um, so there's two things. One, um, disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. And the work I'm trying to do is I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human and I made a mistake and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. Um, so I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. Um, but I, I promise you, I am uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if you, if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Will Smith breaks his silence and, apology, and apologizes to Chris Rock and his family over Oscar slap. Uh, Will Smith was Will Smith has returned for uh, from months on hiatus to answer the internet's questions about his Oscar slap. Uh, back in March, Will Smith created one of the biggest dramas of the year by slapping Chris Rock on the Oscar stage on live television. The aftermath of the event online was massive and dominated headlines around the world. Amid the chatter, Chris Rock kept working, working, hitting the road on his ego death tour. 
Will Smith, however, took a different approach by releasing an apology on Instagram before going on hiatus. Early Friday, Will Smith returned with a new five-minute Instagram video and addressed all the unanswered questions regarding the infamous moment. He started by addressing questions about his lack of apology to Rock during his Oscars acceptance speech and addressed whether or not he's spoken to the comedian since. During the video, apologies also went out to Chris's brother, Tony Rock, and to Chris's mother, who, had, who did an interview about the slap. Uh, the actor, 53, also denied that his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, implored him to take action against Rock for joking about her uh, alopecia in a G.I. Jane comment. Uh, Will also apologized to his peers as well, as well who voted for him to win that night um, and specifically called Questlove's moment being stolen, recalled Questlove's moment being stolen. Hopefully Chris and Will can talk soon and work uh, work out their issues. Um, I don't think they need to. <laughs> I don't think they need to. I don't think, I think they just need to stay, you know what I'm saying, in, on each, on either side of the room, you know what I'm saying, uh, figuratively speaking. Um, the, they're in different lanes. One's an actor, one's a comedian, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Chris Rock, he does, he does act from time to time, you know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, they, they're they're so iconic. They're so they're so at the heights of their craft that they don't really need each other, uh, creatively. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, like like, just just do your job. You stay on one end of the room. I stay on the other. You know what I'm saying? And that be that. I don't think they need to really patch anything up. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's great that he uh, he did Chris Rock that solid. Uh, um, yeah, for, for, for the millions and millions of followers that Will Smith has on Instagram. And he held himself accountable. He didn't blame anybody on anything. You know what I'm saying? He just said, yo, I was in a different state of mind at the, t at the moment. And I felt like that was the right thing to do. Um, for the people calling it a hoax or um, calling it a hoax, uh, um, I think those people can be silenced. Uh, um, I don't think this was a, I don't think this was a hoax still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the, the entertainment world is very crazy. You know what I'm saying? And not crazy as in wild, but crazy as in psychotic. You know what I'm saying? And so it's hard. It's not too far-fetched to think that uh, a, a world-class actor and a world-class comedian um, who may have disagreements could get up on stage and smack them. You know what I'm saying? A world-class actor can get up on stage and smack a world-class comedian. You know what I'm saying? We've been, we've both been in the game 30 plus years. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so yeah, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's well overdue. I think, um, you know, it's, it's still fresh on people's minds. Um, he needed that time off for himself, and, and you know, I myself as well as many other people have called for. Uh, has petitioned, has personally petitioned for Will Smith's divorce from from Jada, but um, I don't think if anybody has ever really seen um, dysfunctional married couples, uh, you know what I'm saying, or symbiotically dysfunctional married couples, uh, um, they they're not gonna they're not gonna split up over spilt milk, you know what I'm saying? Like like more than likely they're gonna stay together, you know what I'm saying? I would like like I do I I want Will Smith 
to divorce Jada, but I'd be very surprised if he does. You know what I'm saying? They've been together too long, and their relationship... Like, none of us are the flies on the headboard to hear the pillow talk that they have between one another in the wee hours of the night, you know what I'm saying, behind closed doors. None of us were there. None of us are, are, are knowing what kind of bonding that they had over all of those decades being together like that. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, we'll never really understand it. Um, I, you know, I, I hate to put myself on blast or pe the people I love on blast, but, you know, my parents, you know what I'm saying, they're symbiotically dysfunctional. And they've been together multiple decades. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and, and, and like, so much so that I can't... They've been together so long, I can't really picture them apart. I can't... It just, once again, like I, t I talked about in the last episode, representation. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, you know, now me as a man and then as an adult and someone who's, who's dated and been married and been in love... You know what I'm saying? And had my heart broken and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I understand the pillow talk and the bonding that has occurred, that can, that can occur between a couple that, you know, people on the outside looking in may never really understand. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I give, I give them that kind of grace. I give them that kind of grace. And, and yeah, um... Like I said, we getting, we're going to get a new Will Smith. We're going to get a new Will Smith in the next five years. And this is the beginning. Chris Rock addresses the slap in a new stand-up show in Atlanta. Just hours after Will Smith released a surprise apology video to Chris Rock and company for the slap he heard around the world, com the comedian joked about the incident in stand-up show without addressing the apology at all. Uh, the comedy show, which took place at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, featured Rock as he makes his return to the stage in some of his first public appearances since the infamous Oscar night in March. Wasn't he supposed to be going on tour? I, I guess. I don't know. Um, quote, everybody is trying to be an effing victim, Rock said. If everybody claims to be a victim, uh, then nobody will hear the real victims. That's true. That's so true. Amen. Um, even me getting smacked by Suge Smith. <laughs> I went to work the next day. I got kids. Amen. <laughs> Rock is, of course, reference, referencing former CEO of Death Row Records, Suge Knight, uh, known not only for his EP credits, but his real-life mob boss behavior. Anyone who says words hurt has never been punched in the face, Rock added. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, after, and after seeing his post-slap reaction, I'm realizing... Uh, uh, yo, the, okay, this is the, the author. Uh, Smith's apology video showed the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air actor so solemn and seemingly sincere as he looked directly into the camera to express his regret. Quote, I will say to you, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Oh, and I and, and I meant to, I also meant to say about that apology from Will Smith, um, you know that he needed that time off, but he needed to say something for for the sake of his professional repertoire. I also wanted to point point that out. Um, what was I? Um, 
quote, I was out of line and I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, yeah, we saw that. We we, yeah, we got that. Um, yeah, Chris is going to do what he do. You know what I'm saying? He's a comedian. Um, and he's one of the elite in his craft. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's an icon in his craft. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, he's going to do... He's going to make a joke about it. You know what I'm saying? The comedians are always looking for material. <laughs> They're always looking for material, even if it's them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the, they call it the tears of a clown, right? Uh, um, and so, so yeah. Um, it, and, and like, everybody is built for what they endure. God, you know, the Bible says God don't give you more than you can bear. You know what I'm saying? Um, Chris Rock is very open about his life. You know, um, he's very, he's very sincere about his life, and and I think Chris Rock was built to handle that smack. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because everybody says it. <laughs> if I'd have got smacked like that, wouldn't have been no Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> right everybody everybody uh, says it everybody jokes about it everybody uh talks about it so so yeah i think chris rock you know what i'm saying the way he handled his professionalism you know what i'm saying um he's he's been built for it not only in his personal life but in his professional life you know what i'm saying so 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 yeah um i'm just i'm just glad to see that he's in a good place about it you know what i'm saying and, and 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 yeah, he can he can bounce back, you know, uh, um, from something from that kind of embarrassment. I'm just glad to see it for him. Good, like God bless him. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right, it's time for the internet to internet. Get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the internet, internet. Click the link in the description. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. to our main course segment where we discuss life and love um let's talk about apology versus acknowledgement apology versus acknowledgement so now i want to so so like i want to uh 
like like I talked about in the last episode about how I had a conversation with my son, right? And we were talking about a bunch of things, right? And um we were like intellectually debating, you know what I'm saying? And then he mentioned like, okay, and then he he uh he made a he made a point and like I told him, okay, you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then he was like, well then apologize for me. Apologize for not uh for 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 telling me I was wrong. You know because I because I kind of like you know I was just kind of jabbing at him you know what I mean uh he's like apologize for I'm like and I'm like why would I apologize to you that doesn't mean shit he's like yes it does you know what I'm saying like like you said I was wrong when you knew I was right so just apologize I'm like but yeah if I apologize I won't mean it I told you I was wrong you know what I'm saying like that's all the apology you need right um and, and so, so yeah, I was just like, okay, whatever. I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Um, if, if you've been living, if you've lived life, if you've, like, experienced, uh, um, if you've experienced joy, um, then you must have experienced pain. Because then you won't know what joy is. You won't, you, you know, you can't appreciate the sunshine if you've never experienced the rain. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. I'm so sorry. Pay me no mind. I didn't mean for that to rhyme either. I'm just being a rapper today. It's all good. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, people, people, and I used to, I'm guilty of this too. I was guilty of this at one point in my life where I valued, I, uh, an apology was everything to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would be dating a girl. She would break my heart. I would want an apology. You know what I'm saying? Um, a dude who double crossed me, I would want an apology. You know what I'm saying? That used to be everything to me. Um, I had to real like like, and I've talked about this before, and I'm pretty sure if you've listening and you haven't been listening, living, if you've been living long enough, you've probably heard this before. The apologies will never ever come. They will never ever come. Um, so and and. You know, and I, and I mentioned in the past that, you know, I can't have this hope for the worst, uh, pray for the best attitude towards life. But that right there, <laughs> when it comes to apologies, <laughs> like that, that, that's my protection. You know what I'm saying? People have defense mechanisms. It's natural. We, we're humans. We have a psychology, right? That right there is my defense mechanism. That right there is my protection. An apology will never ever come. Ain't no point in waiting on it. Now the thing is, what I've learned is you ain't gotta tell me sorry, but you just not you ain't gonna act like nothing happened. That's my whole thing. You know what I mean? Um because when it comes to apologies versus acknowledgement, it's it's all about the sincerity versus the respect. You know what I'm saying? You could tell me an apology and you may be, and sometimes the, the apology may not be sincere. It may just be out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Um, as I'm recording this, you know what I'm saying? Will Smith made an apology on his Instagram to Chris Rock for slapping him at the Oscars. The apology, whether it was sincere or not, he, he did it out of respect. He did it out of respect to, for Chris and respect to, to his fans and Chris's fans. And just the pop, the 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 general audience altogether, 
you know what I'm saying, for putting on such a display like that. Um, but the purpose of an apology is to be sincere, to, to show sincere remorse. You know what I'm saying? By definition, don't quote me. I don't, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to bother looking it up right now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm coming off the hip with this. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's the purpose of an apology is to be sincere. But the person who hurt you may not necessarily be sincere. So the least they can do is be respectful. You know what I'm saying? And and not respectful as a parent or respectful as a child or respectful as a co-worker or respectful as a boss or whatever the kid, I, it don't matter. I'm talking about just respectful as a fellow human being. You're not going to act like nothing happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's the last bastion of demand that I will make in a, in a situation where I'm offended or hurt or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? When I see, when I, when I see people demand apologies, I say to myself, oh, they don't get it. They, they, they don't get it. They're still asleep. They're still in the matrix. <laughs> they're still, they're still wearing their heart on their sleeve. They haven't reclaimed it. They don't know who they are. They haven't reclaimed their power. You know what I mean? Um, because, because yeah, an apology, you know, they say the, a promise is a comfort to a fool. An apology is a comfort to a fool. You know what I mean? Um, the timeliness, the timeliness of an apology. Uh, you know, I mentioned, you know, I mentioned in the earlier segment that, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock, uh, don't really need each other. They don't really have anything to patch up. They should just, you know, the apology is made and they should just stay on separate, on, on either side of the room. Right. Um, figuratively speaking. Um, but if let's say 10 years had gone by and Will Smith had just made the apology <laughs> to Chris Rock for slapping him at the Oscars, <laughs> like think about it, like one, we wouldn't care. Two, we'd be like, oh, that's insincere. You waited this long? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, um, as an entertainer, I'm pretty sure Will Smith is not going to be on a 10-year hiatus. He's going he's gonna to resurface into the public eye. You know what I'm saying? Again, because that's just what he do, right? And I'm, and I'm pretty sure whoever hurt you, as, as long as they still live living and breathing, they're going to resurface into your eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, unless you're probably stalking them on social media, waiting for them to fail. <laughs> let's be real. Let's be real. Come on now. Come on now. I do it. You do it. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Come on. Um, Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Uh, yeah, but, um, but the timeliness versus the courtesy, you know what I'm saying? Um, 10 years could go by and the person could be like, you know what? Yes, I did. They can, they can give you acknowledgement. They may not, because some apologies don't happen until 10, 20, 30 years later. It is what it is. But like I said, but the acknowledgement, but acknowledgement, it does, it, when someone acknowledges they were wrong, 
It don't matter how long it took for them to acknowledge it. It's the, f- the fact that they gave you that respect. Say, yes, I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, acknowledgement, and I'm, I'm going to close. I'm going I'm to I'm close down at this point because I'm kind of hungry right now. <laughs> I want to go eat. Acknowledgement is a combat to narcissism. You know what I mean? Um, no, and, and and now let's let me disclaim when it when this term that as I'm recording this in this day and age is so loosely thrown around. You know what I mean? I was I was on the I was on the term narcissism long before it became a thing and became cool to, to talk about. And, and and it's great that it's cool to talk about that people are identifying these traits now. It's coming to the surface. Like I said, I've always been ahead of my time. You know what I'm saying? I wrote when I wrote the book Ratchetology. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I have a lot of women on my social media, and when I like, I would see the visceral avoidance when I wrote that book. You know what I'm saying? Like w- the women were scared to be called out <laughs> because I would see the input and the feedback I would get on everything else. You know what I'm saying? Except for that book right there. When I would, it would be crickets. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I'm very. Um, so, I, so yeah, I've always been ahead of my time, and and but I, I do want to disclaim when it comes to the term narcissism. We're all narcissistic about something to some extent, to some degree, to some extent. We're all narcissistic about something. Um, it's a p- kind of a part of our survival. It's part of the inner caveman and cavewoman within us, you know what I'm saying, to help us survive, you know? Um, you could be an innocent bystander and a lion can jump out of a bush and bite your arm off, you know what I'm saying? Um, in his mind, he's saying, I, I just needed a toothpick. <laughs> but you like, yo, what the fuck? How am I going to go on with my life? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know? Uh, um, and so, uh, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. Um, but acknowledgement as opposed to an apology is a combat to narcissism. Because the thing about it is, a narcissist has a way of relinquishing what you feel. And, gas- and that's a way of gaslighting you. You know, you'll express your feelings and your emotions about something and then they'll like pop popcorn and just act like, you know what I'm saying? It was nothing. You know what I mean? And the thing, because your feelings, that's your guide. It's, you know, it's not, your feelings are not fact, you know what I'm saying? But it is your guide to, you know, to, to it's your intuition. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about something. How, when you reflect on something and how, and how something makes you feel. That is your guide. That is your... Uh, um, that helps you... That helps with your decision making. You know what I'm saying? Do I go off and spaz and act a whole hood rat ghetto ratchet... <laughs> Maury Povich, Jerry Springer on this bitch? <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Do I handle it another way? What is another way to handle this? You know what I'm saying? Your feelings are your guide. Um, and so when people dismiss your feelings or relinquish your feelings as not that big of a deal, they're, they're letting you know, uh, um, what your existence is to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a higher level of objectification, you know what I mean? And this is, and, and this is what narcissists do. This is what oppressors do. This is why we had the whole black lives matter movement. 
You know what I'm saying? Just just think of like, the comedian Michael Shea. He mentioned that like we just want to matter. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just just being able to matter. And when in uh, um, dealing with narcissism, you have your you have it's a fight to matter to the other person. Now, you can't change someone's mentality. Their mentality has to be changed with their reality. And so when you demand acknowledgement and you and you put your foot down and you, you make it you make a stance and say we're not going to act like nothing happened. Now you're confronting you're you're bringing reality to the table. Hey, this is what happened. This is what you did. D did you do it? Yes. Okay. You're not. So you're going to sit up there and lie. Really? You're going to lie and say that, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you don't have to take them to court with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Chris Rock and Will Smith can stay at either side of the room for all I care. They don't need each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, some of us have, uh, go through this with our family members. Familiarity breeds contempt. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it may be hard. It may be a little hard for you to stay on the either side of the room with family. You know what I'm saying? It may be hard for you to stay on either side of the room with your spouse. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go there, shall we? You know what I'm saying? The person you cohabitating with and, and expecting to be a life partner with. But at the end of the day, we're not going to act like any like nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I remember I had a comp. Um, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put people business out. Um, I have. I have. I have respect. I have respect for folks. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's what it, that's what this conversation really boils down to. Person acknowledging you, acknowledging your feelings, acknowledging your stance, acknowledging what they did to you or did or didn't do to you or didn't do for you or whatever the case, a person giving you acknowledgement, it all boils down to respect. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you get what you give. That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.